Well, hello, it's Pastor Barry from Sun Creek United Methodist Church in Allen, Texas, here with this week's edition of Ask the Pastor. I've got uh, three questions we'll briefly look at today. The first one uh, has to do with the uh, account of the resurrection, uh, where the women are the first to go to the tomb. We'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, the second question has to do with Holy Week uh, that began last week on Palm Sunday and goes through Easter morning, and then uh, a brief conversation about the significance of three days uh, in the resurrection story. I'm so glad you're here. First of all, the women at the tomb. You know, when Jesus was crucified, it was late in the day on Friday. He was taken down from the cross and placed in the tomb because when the sun went down on Friday, it was the Sabbath and you could not do work. You could not do the work of preparing the body for burial. And so they closed up the tomb and left Jesus there the rest of Friday and Friday evening, Saturday and Saturday night. And the women come to do this task that fell to women to prepare Jesus' body at the very earliest possible moment, at dawn, the scriptures say, they came. It's significant that the women are in this story because it's significant that the first ev evangels, the first evangelist, the first to tell the good news of the resurrection of Jesus were the faithful women disciples of Jesus. In Luke, it says Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, Joanna, and the other women. They are the ones who came and talked to the other disciples and told them that Jesus was alive, that he had risen from the dead, just as he had taught them along the way in their years together in Galilee. So in a book that often does not name women or give women a prominent role, Christians know that the very first people to proclaim the good news were the faithful women disciples. I think we should point that out every year at Easter. The second question about Holy Week begins with Palm Sunday, the uh, triumphal entry into the city of Jerusalem ends on Easter morning. In between, we know some things uh, that happened on certain days on Thursday, when we celebrate Monday, Thursday, Jesus sharing the uh, Passover meal with the disciples, uh, instituting the Lord's Supper, and going out and being betrayed as he prayed in the garden. We know that happened on Thursday, and we know that the crucifixion happened on Friday. So in between, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, there are a lot of things Jesus did. He taught about a lot of things. He did a lot of things. And so on Monday, uh, I like to think of that as the day when Jesus cleared the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and ran the animals out so that all could find their way easily into the temple, the house of prayer. That day started things going very rapidly toward the cross. Jesus infuriated the religious leaders. On Tuesday, I like to think of that as the day that Jesus gives the great commandment. How do you know eternal life? 
You love God with all you have and all you are, and you love your neighbor as yourself. All the rest is summed up in these two. It's interesting that Jesus wanted to make sure that was heard one last time. Then on Wednesday, we see the religious leaders plotting not just to try to stop Jesus or silence Jesus, but plotting to kill Jesus and making their plans. Wednesday is when the corner is turned and the end is inevitable. And then on Saturday, we think of silence. It's the Sabbath. They could not prepare the body. It's a time of waiting and grieving and mourning that probably all of us have experienced ourselves. And it was in that period of time that hearts were prepared for the phenomenal surprise of the resurrection. Holy Week. It is a powerful discipline in our life to follow day by day from Palm Sunday to Easter. Along with that is the third question. What's the significance of three days? Why was Jesus going to be uh, killed and then rise again on the third day? Some scholars say that in Jewish tradition of the time that they did not believe that the spirit left the body for three days. That was the official marking of the passing of a life. And so it would be important that Jesus be dead for three days to not give enemies an easy argument that he wasn't really dead, that he was just uh, passed out, that he was just unconscious, that he was just uh, comatose. No, he was dead in three days. In the Old Testament, there are several passages that we look back in history through the lens of Holy Week and the crucifixion and the resurrection and see the significance of three days. Jonah, three days in the whale and then gets his life back by the grace of God. In Hosea, there's a mention of three days and then a resurrected life. Jesus, when he talked to the disciples, always talked about being raised again on the third day. It's a joy to share in these questions and answers with you. I want to invite you to worship with us, either live or uh, online, on Thursday night at 7, Friday night at 7, or Easter morning. In person at 7, 8, 10, and 12, and online all day long. And Saturday is our extravaganza, our big church-wide all-age celebration, our 40-day challenge celebration. It's going to be a great time of fellowship and food. It's outside, wear a mask, bring a chair, enjoy the beautiful weather, and anticipate the joy of worship and celebration on Easter morning. God bless you. I hope to see you several times this holy week. I love you, church.